God said, A man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Good morning. We continue our look through Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. We're in Matthew chapter 5 at verses 31 and 32. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife except on the ground of sexual immorality makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you and we bow before you and acknowledge that you are the creator of the family, that there is no family except that which you create because you are the originator of family. It is your desire that we become one with our wives and that we never divorce. And Lord, we recognize that the destruction of the family is one of the great issues and failures in this time, in this generation, and for generations past, uh, we've experienced this. So Lord, help us to get the lesson that you're teaching us. Help me as one of those who has failed in this area to hear everything that you're saying and the importance thereof. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayer and for loving us. I pray in Christ's name. Amen. So this is such an important area. Man is trying, people are trying to redefine marriage. But how can someone who had nothing to do with the creation of the relationship redefine it? They have no authority to redefine the marriage relationship. The marriage relationship also represents the relationship between Jesus Christ and his followers, the church. And it is a relationship where the man is called to give his life for the relationship, to love the wife as Christ loved the church and Christ gave himself up for the church, and that the Wives should respect the husband. Uh, we have changed that around in our society today in our own minds, not in reality. Because, again, the reality is we can't change what God created. We have no authority nor ability to change that. We can stand in the darkness and pretend that we're in the light but we're still in the darkness, and the only light is found in Christ, and his light is that marriage is sacred and holy, and it's a creation of God for God that blesses the people who are in it. It is the most blessed human relationship there is. It's to be the most uh, sacred trust among humans that exist. And as I confessed in my prayer, I have failed at this relationship in the past. But I'm also blessed to say that God has been able to restore uh, the joy of that relationship in my life today. 
and I understand that it's no there's no greater relationship than this. I acknowledge those as being my failures in the past and not those of anyone else. Uh, so God God values and treasures the marriage relationship for the reasons already stated and also for the reasons that it is the location where he told he told us when he created us to be fruitful and to populate the earth and to have dominion over it but he's speaking of having dominion over it in his name in other words in his way according to his will and the marriage relationship is the one where children between one man and one woman where children are nourished and are raised up in the admonition, the truth, and the precepts of God, the, the real truth, not the truth according to the latest fad in society, the real truth. So marriage is just vitally important, and obviously, if you're alive today, you know that marriage is under great attack, and it's, it's at... Uh, probably, if not clearly, its worst point in the history of mankind, uh, because again, marriage was created by God uh, upon the creation of Adam and Eve and going forth from there. And God has much, much to say about marriage and that relationship in his word. So we need to be a part of the solution. So I think we need to pray for marriages, for our own marriages. If we're married, if we're not married, then we ought to pray that God would uh, bring us into a relationship if, if that's his will and that we would honor it and pray for other marriages, those that we know are in trouble, but all marriages. We should especially pray for marriage in the body of Christ. All marriages are just as important, but the marriages in the body of Christ that are in trouble have the greatest impact because it it reflects on the relationship we have in Christ and with God through Christ. So we need to pray for marriages. We need to understand the importance of marriage, and we need to hold it sacred. We need to do all that we can do. I can't change what my neighbor is doing, but I can pray for my neighbor, and I can live my life in a way that honors God. I don't have to live in my past failures, and neither do you. God says that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but God showed his love for us in this while we were still sinners. Christ died for us, and we know that in 1 John 1, it says, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive our sin and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So even as someone who's failed in the past, I I stand before God as one who has been cleansed of those failures, and rather than wallowing in those past failures, 
I choose and I believe God chooses for me to honor him by honoring my marriage and by praying for marriages and proclaiming the importance of marriage in our world today and not being moved by the latest trend towards this or that that is anywhere away from the word of God and the way of God and the will of God. So Lord, help us to to be husbands and wives of honor, to be Christians who pray for marriages, to be faithful to God, to lift up the things that are important to him. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.